You're listening to China Africa Talk. Jambo ni Bridget akikuletea kipindi kinachohusiana na China na Africa. Vous écoutez le dialogue sino-africain avec Bridget. Everything China, everything Africa. Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa Talk com Bridget. Sayidati wa sadati, marhaban bikum. Fi al-hawar al-sini al-arabi ma'a Bridget. Hello and welcome to this edition of China Africa Talk with me, Bridget Mutambirwa. Now, when you think about setting up business in Africa as a foreign investor, what comes to mind? It's hard not to be swayed by years of news reports of crisis and conflict. But as we'll hear today, another narrative is starting to take hold. It's one centered on progressive technological and infrastructural development, social stability, lots of opportunities with attractive incentives on the continent. In this edition, Stephen Sway, a Chinese national based in Ethiopia, shares some of his views on what it's like doing business in Ethiopia. Stephen, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us on the line all the way from Ethiopia. Thank you. My pleasure. Okay, now, Stephen, can you please give us more details and information about your company? Uh, okay. Uh, I am Stephen. Uh, I am the general manager of uh, the, the company. is called Wada Metal Industry. Uh, mm-hmm. We located in uh, Ethiopia. We started the investment uh, from 2016. So our main business is the steel structure. Mainly, we are working on the steel tower, steel tower for power transmission, uh, also for the telecommunications. Uh, also, we're producing cable. Yeah, this is uh, uh, roughly uh, our company. Stephen, imagine for a minute that I'm running a big multinational company. I've got options to invest in many different parts of the world. Why should I prioritize Africa? As a foreign entrepreneur, why should I be thinking about setting up in Ethiopia in particular? I think every company has different uh, history, uh, different purpose. Uh, from my point of view, uh, and also from, uh, for our company, because the business, we're engaging this uh, steel structure uh, business, which uh, mm-hmm. uh, we have a lot of, uh, or the same uh, companies in China. And in 2015, there is a big uh, promotion from China government to, it's got to go out uh, uh-huh. to utilize our capacity. Also, there is a one belt, one road uh, policy. Uh, so to yeah. follow those uh, promotion uh, policy, we are, uh, we think it's, it's good to go out. We have been uh, doing this business in China over 15 years. We are the uh, global supplier to, uh, to Huawei, to ZTE. So also the, uh, our, our customers also pushing us to come out. So we can have the better delivery. We can have the, uh, the uh, lower cost if we can produce in close to the, uh, the demand to, to the market. Uh, so that's the reason we, we, we are thinking to go out. Uh, of China uh, to bring the capacity outside of China. Uh, so when we look at the, the whole global, uh, at the time, Africa is called the last frontier for the, the global economy. Uh, mm-hmm. We look at the Southeast Asia also. We also uh, thinking the, uh, the Africa uh, is uh, totally empty uh, for this uh, business, uh, I mean, uh, for production, uh, manufacturing here. Uh, we've done some research, uh, especially in the whole Eastern Africa. Uh, mm-hmm. We went to Kenya, to uh, uh, Somalia, to Djibouti, uh, but finally we decided to invest in, in Ethiopia. Uh, the reason is uh, why we choose here is because the a bigger population, that means the bigger uh, the uh, 
uh, demand. Uh, right. Uh, it's very similar, very similar to the 20, 30 years before in China, the situation here. Uh, we have been through the whole uh, growth uh, period in China, and we see mm -hmm. the direction here, uh, bigger demand, and politically uh, it's very stable. It's, Ethiopia is the center of the uh, political in, in Africa. The AU is here, African Union. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, the, the time, the growth uh, the rate in Ethiopia is uh, for the last five to ten years, uh, it's always over 10%. Uh, it's growing very fast. Uh, mm. So basically, that's the reason. Uh, for our business, it's a very heavy uh, metal. So either we close to the market or we close to the raw material. So for for this time, we choose uh, to be the closer to the uh, market. That's why we choose uh, Ethiopia. You are a Chinese national and having lived in China most of your life, do you see the parallels playing out in Africa or Ethiopia as a country? What do you find quite extraordinary in the level of energy, the level of development compared to, say, China 20 or more years ago, when you go to the cities you visited in Ethiopia for business? Actually, I was born in China. I spent 20 years in China. Uh, now I'm 44. Over half hmm. of my life, uh, actually, I was in Japan. Uh, my study, my uh, business, uh, we I started from Japan. Uh, right. uh, but also... Uh, I experienced the whole, uh, from outside also, uh, I mean, uh, look at the whole growth uh, for the last 30 years in China. Mm -hmm. uh, I was born in a very poor village in China also. Uh, at the time, we had nothing. We didn't even have a bicycle uh, 30, let's say, 40 years ago. Now we have mm. everything in China. Uh, Ethiopia, when the first time I came here uh, in 2016, uh, of course, compare 30 years uh, before in China, uh, things are very much, uh, I mean, uh, improved uh, in terms of the uh, facility. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, let's say for our sector, the metal business, let's say the uh, power supply, the telecommunications, right. this uh, area uh, is much behind. At the time, we, in 2016, we only have 3G for the telecommunications. Uh, mm. now, now, within the five years, now Ethiopia already have 5G uh, last mm. month uh, launched. Mm. Uh, so uh, the similarity to China is uh, the basic foundation uh, of the economy uh, in terms of the uh, industry. Uh, mm -hmm. Of course, uh, here the, uh, the agriculture has very much developed. But still need to improve. Uh, there is good coffee, there are good sesame, which are uh, trying to export. But in terms of the industry, uh, there's no foundationing, foundation uh, industry here. There's no metal, uh, raw material, nothing. Uh, so in, in this point of view, uh, uh, it's uh, very much similar with China like 30, 40 years ago. No, I think China has more developed in 30 years uh, before also. But uh, here, uh, somehow everybody have uh, already have this uh, mobile, I mean the cell phone on hand in right. 2016. Uh, but on the other hand, this, uh, this uh, uh, very basic uh, uh, foundation are not there. Uh, so uh, there are some uh, similar uh, similarity, uh, but also is a little different. And also this, the speed uh, of the growth is uh, even uh, quicker. 
uh, in some of the sector, let's say the telecom, uh, mm -hmm. from 3G to 5G, only, uh, let's say, uh, experience from 3G to 5G in these five right. years. Uh, uh, so the technology, uh, because they're already developed in outside, it's very easy to, uh, to adopt uh, in, uh, here. Uh, so this uh, is what I'm uh, experiencing. Ever wondered what's actually going on in Africa through the perspective of an African? How are things really going between China and Africa? What's the narrative of this relationship? Well, get a perspective with China-Africa talk. Hear from African diplomats, entrepreneurs, academics, Chinese natives, and more. Get on our wavelength every week to find out what's real with China-Africa talk. Find us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. We'll see you there. You are in the business of steel making, which is good. How did you get this idea? Yes, uh, one thing is we are good at doing this. <laughs> For the last 15 years, we have been manufacturing steel towers. We supply to the global big players. So th this is some, something we're good at. That's mm. why we keep doing this uh, extension uh, to the overseas. Also, the other hand, if you look at Ethiopia, we are the only one producing the steel tower. Mm. Actually, the steel tower has some special treatment on the surface. It's called a galvanization. This kind of treatment processing, we cannot find in Ethiopia. So we also invested on those facilities. So basically, in Ethiopia, there's a very good market. And okay. also, there is empathy for this industry. So that's why we're trying to keep doing this business here. Actually, the Ethiopia government is promoting a lot of the good policy to encourage the FDI, the foreign director investment. Still, from our side, we feel we need more, but still, <laughs> there are already a lot of policy. Like, uh, if the foreign investment here, there will be tax holiday. Mm. For different sectors, there are different years, mm. five to like three, five years. I mean, the income tax is duty-free. And yes, this is one big advantage. And also, let's see, from Ethiopia, there's easier connection to export to Europe, including the uh, North America. They right. also have duty-free policy there. there. There are some changing recently. But still, it's easier to connect to the Europe and the U.S. market. Yes. Okay. And I'd like to know from you, who are the entrepreneurs in Ethiopia? Here, I mean, is it mainly youth or women, men? What classes of people? Uh, we actually compete with ourselves. <laughs> As I said, okay. uh, for this our business, there's no another one who okay. uh, producing the same thing. The capacity we invest here is very big. Even mm. it's, a, it's a bigger capacity in China if you do the same. So we can fulfill the whole market here because some special treatment like organization is not somehow not easy to invest uh, outside. Mm. We even build a substation by ourselves for the continuous power supply. So the scale of the investment in this country is big. We don't see other competitors in this country yet. But the thing is, as I said, we compete with ourselves is a lot of things is uncertain here. So with delivery terms, the delivery time, financing issues, a lot of difficulties, challenging there also. So we have to do it efficiently. We have to have a very efficient team. We have to know the mm -hmm. policy. So that's the thing we are competing. Mm. But I mean, just generally, when you 
walking around or just from a, a foreigner's perspective, just generally, would you say that most of the entrepreneurs are women or youth or the middle age? I mean, the, the, the lower no. class or the upper class? In this country, a lot of uh, a bigger China community here, investment community oh, okay. here. The way we see them mostly are men. A few, oh. few female entrepreneurs here also, but mainly is uh, men. And recently we see a young generation, like a 30, uh, in the 30s, some is in the mm. 20s uh, age. The investment here, because this is a whole country, if you look at it, you come have a time to visit, you will see the whole country is under the construction. If you look at the Addis mm-hmm. Ababa, all the unfinished building is there, it's in the progress. So the infrastructure side has a very big portion. So some is investing on that, some is doing the EPC contract, uh, which mm-hmm. they're building those projects. So there are a mm-hmm. lot of China government-owned companies here also, the bigger group is here. Also from private sector, there's people come here to be the subcontract. Uh, so we don't say a lot of uh, aged people here. I'm 44 years old. Basically, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm seeing myself all, almost uh, the, uh, the, old, uh, the oldest uh, one here. You see, the whole country <laughs> here, the Ethiopia, the, I think the average age is like 40, uh, less than 40. Yeah, so 20 mm-hmm. something. So it's a very young country. The young, very energetic young uh, generations here. Uh, I'd like to know from you, in any business, there are risks involved. There are certain countries that in any given number of years where there'll be more economic and social ones than there might be in some other regions of the world. How do you respond to that as a CEO? How do you manage around that? Uh, I have been spending my half of my life today in Japan. In there, okay. everything is well organized. You just do follow the rules. In North America, I also visit many times. There's uh, Let's see. There, of course, there's under the law, a lot of things is protected. You just mm. do this development. Here, a lot of things are uncertain, not predictable somehow. Uh, okay. Or maybe it's so a matter of time mm. to socialize, to understand the social system and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. For example, the biggest issue here, uh, one of the biggest issues is not well organized logistic system. So the goods come to the port, if in China or somewhere, it's easy to access to the port and bring the goods factory. We only focus on the manufacturer production. Here, we have to put our, a lot of power energy on this uh, logistic side. Okay. Not only the cost, uh, also the time. Uh, sometimes it's taking a very long time to take mm-hmm. the goods arrive with the factory. So this is the thing we have to learn and also to get mm-hmm. used and also improve the situation here. Ever wondered what's actually going on in Africa through the perspective of an African? How are things really going between China and Africa? What's the narrative of this relationship? Well, get a perspective with China-Africa talk. Hear from African diplomats, entrepreneurs, academics, Chinese natives, and more. Get an hour wavelength every week to find out what's real with China-Africa talk. Find us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. We'll see you there. Now, a lot of our conversation so far has been rightly positive, but there are some pretty big barriers to doing business in Africa. What's the reality of doing business on the ground? And what are some of the barriers just for entrepreneurs in the countries you visited or perhaps where you settled now in Ethiopia? Mm, there's some uh, culture difference. Okay. Uh, also, policy-wise, 
there's also something different. For, let's say, for the policy side, the country has uh, a very limited uh, foreign currency. So those okay. foreign currency has to be used for the, the, the priority privatized sector. So sometimes we cannot access the dollar. So the raw material will be delayed. But on the other hand, we have the capacity to generate a dollar. For example, we can export things because we know the buyers outside in China, mm -hmm. in Japan, but we cannot do the export because we are foreigners. Uh, so mm -hmm. we cannot utilize the, the resource. So this is one big barrier, we, uh, I feel. For the working culture, mm -hmm. it's, uh, somehow it's also different. We have around 200 people now. The working culture is different with Eastern Asia, and not only okay. for the scale but also working attitude somehow. In China, they will do overwork, over hours to finalize the tasks. But here, people will go home 5.30 or 6. Is hiring talent a big challenge for Chinese startups there, considering differences in economic developments between the two places? I mean, imagine I'm a CEO. What's the advice you'd give to me about how I think about talent in Africa? Yes, uh, because we are the first company in this sector, there's no well-trained working force for this sector. Okay. So we have to okay. train by ourselves. This is another yeah, area. <laughs> uh, business is totally different. Even the same sector, the company have different policy to, uh, uh -huh. or the culture, they will hire different people. In the physical side, there is a good universities here also, talented okay. people. I think if it's a certain level of investment, better to mm -hmm. have this partnership with uh, the universities or training centers, especially if you have a longer view, longer plan, to ask them to, I mean, provide a talented, uh, skilled uh, force. Uh, but the country is very energetic. The people are very energetic. They are very open. Okay. Mm, mm, okay. And, and how about like the way of doing business, Ethiopia and Chinese way of doing business? Is it really different? Like, for example, even the issue of negotiating prices. What did you observe when you mm. first got there, just in general? I'm saying this because before I came to China, I had friends from China and they would go shopping and they'll say, no, I want to negotiate this dress, I want to buy this dress, or I want to buy this item. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, oh, no, 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 let's, let's uh, in China, mm. it's like, it's really <laughs> you go to the yes. market. And I'll be like, no, you can't do that here because um, mm. it doesn't work. And they'll be like, no, we do it back home. And like, no, here, it's different. <laughs> so how do you, mm. how does that work for you? Um, what did you observe just generally? when you first got there in terms mm. of like negotiating prices or negotiating business? Yeah, uh, it's pretty similar here also. If you go on to okay. the, go, go to the streets to buy the retail uh -huh. uh, stuffs. Myself also, sometimes I go to the shop, uh, buy things uh, also. As a Chinese, it must mm. negotiate for, <laughs> for the price. <laughs> uh, so, Sometimes sometime uh, if you look at your foreigner, they will read some uh, the price which we both mm. understand, so <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's some, somehow it's fine to negotiate and have this kind of a conversation. Uh, okay. Uh, the, is for, for personal shopping, it's like that. As a business, for example, if we're selling our product to the customers, there are mm -hmm. certain rules, there are certain specifications, tenders, a lot of things there. So I think that's why it's pretty uh, international. Uh, so we just follow uh -huh. the rules, compete with uh, quality, price, and delivery. Uh -huh. Okay. Yes. Now, Stephen, you must spend a lot of time talking with clients about China and Africa and Ethiopia and the business opportunities available on both sides. What are some of the misconceptions that you hear as you do that? 
uh, let's say for myself, before I came to、mm. Ethiopia, I didn't even know where it is, <laughs> because、uh, in Asia, just this is my feeling.、Uh, maybe different that、uh, people have different feeling and yeah, different、sure. knowledge on this. My feeling is people are not very much have the intention of Africa. Before、mm. I came here, we are having doing the study at the time, but didn't physically come here. Okay. I think a lot of people before they came here, they have the same feeling maybe with me.、Mm. They have this image about war, about disease, poverty. But if you come here to look at it, it's totally different. Been invited a lot of friends from China, from Japan, to visit、mm. here. Also, I have a few friends. From Ethiopia, I invited them to China, to Japan also. Their image totally changed. 180 degrees, they changed the view of the image of Africa. It's interesting that you've mentioned that. Recently, I spoke with young African entrepreneurs based in China, and they gave their recommendations as to how they're marketing African goods in China, marketing via e-commerce platforms and via other digitalized modes in China. What is your marketing strategy in Ethiopia? What is used by successful competitors in the Ethiopia market space? Okay,、uh, I think the e-commerce now is very popular in China,、uh, also the Western.、Uh, here, it's just about to started. Yes, because that requires a lot of infrastructure. For example, the payment system. No, it just started last year, so you can pay、yeah. through the phone. This kind of facility already there. Also,、mm-hmm. the logistics should be there. I think slowly they started some some this kind of business already. For example, the food delivery already here. We couldn't get that two years ago. Now a lot of young starter companies are there.、Uh, this is the trend, I guess. This is the trend for the e-commerce、uh, will be. Happening here. Before, there's only one telecom company here. No, another company is called Safaricom is also get a license. Very soon, we'll、mm-hmm. start this operation. So the、mm-hmm. payment system will be、uh, very quickly to be、uh, set up. Just a little talk more about what it takes to become an entrepreneur in Africa. Perhaps, what tips can you give to future entrepreneurs in Ethiopia? What's the secret? How does one become relevant to the consumers in Africa or Ethiopia as a country?、Uh, yes,、um, yes. I we don't have secret. We are also、okay. not succeeding yet. <laughs> we are on the、okay. way to succeed. Uh, success.、Uh, okay. We have to build the system.、Mm. Uh, for example, our project,、uh, which we are investing already, invested like thirty million US dollar. This kind of project, if we do in China, we finish the build up within one year.、Mm-hmm. Here, we spend like、uh, three, four years already. Mm. So mm. a lot of、uh, lack of the、uh, supplies, a lot of things here. So the thing is. If we focus, we think the thing is the right thing to do, and、mm-hmm. uh, under the、uh, feasible study, I、mm-hmm. think we have to aim on that. Never give up. This is、mm-hmm. the, the only thing we have to do. It. The other hand is the physical things, the money issues, technology, machines. Those things we can find from the resource.、Mm-hmm. The core is if we nail on that, we have to focus on that. Whatever it, it takes time. So we are also on the way to do that. We haven't、mm-hmm. uh, succeeded uh, yet.、Uh, Mm. But after five years, seeing the bright future here、uh, as a、mm. businessman, we see the opportunities here. Not only the metal business, we are actually also building one industry park、okay. in our sister companies.、Uh, okay. So we will bring more projects. It's hundreds of million dollars investment that will be here.、Uh, so、mm-hmm. we'll never give up is the only thing we have. We we can say now.、Yeah. Okay. Good management. 
focus, determination, mm. high input in industrialization mm. and technology will make mm-hmm. you become more relevant. Mm. Yes. Okay. Stephen, mm. thank you so much for your time. Yeah, no problem. My pleasure. Thank you, and thank you for sharing your insights as an entrepreneur, as mm-hmm. a Chinese entrepreneur who's based mm-hmm. in Ethiopia. Thank you for giving us your views of how mm-hmm. business is going and what it's like to do business in Ethiopia. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.